You've worked all your life, you've saved, you've played by the rules. Now it's time to retire. Here's the question, who do you want relaxing and taking it easy? Your nest egg or you? Well, of course, you want to relax and travel and enjoy. And sorry, nest egg, you've got more work to do. For a retirement that maximizes your portfolio, your social security, avoids unnecessary risks, and protects you from pitfalls, and frankly lets you retire and keeps the nest egg working, you need a retirement partner. You need someone looking out for your best interest and building a plan for you based on your situation. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649. Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Frisbee and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. When is the best time to retire? There's no right or wrong answer. But on today's show, we'll highlight some things you can do right now to help ensure you and your finances are ready when you get ready to take that big step into retirement. Hi, this is Coach Pete. And if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sorrell. Joining me today is Lance Gilman. Uh, Lance is an investment advisor representative. He's got 20 years in the Army. You're a retired uh, combat vet. Uh, you are a federal employee retirement specialist, also a national speaker on retirement income planning. That's uh, that's unique. And also Social Security. Hi, Lance. How are you? <laughs> yeah, that was quite an intro there, Steve. Yeah, thanks very much. I'm great. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Well, you know, I mean, people want to know about you and I, you know, <laughs> I take the liberty to tell what I can. Yeah, there you go. I appreciate <laughs> it. Appreciate so, it. Thanks, the, uh, yeah, for sure. The uh, but, but here's the thing. Uh, Lance, by the way, sitting in for Kevin Frisbee. Kevin's off, uh, uh, you know, for a little bit, but uh, we have done this show many times. Over the years, oh, right? Yeah. yeah, right. All right. Well, um, so I, you kind of, you kind of got me started there uh, about the right or wrong answer in terms of ready to retire because I think, I mean, I'm just guessing that when you ask that question of somebody you're sitting down with for the first time, they're going to say yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of times that is the case. That's one of the first questions that we do ask is, when would you like to retire? And a lot of times the answer is yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um, especially, you know, uh, I can tell you a lot of a lot of the teachers, a lot of healthcare professionals through this whole COVID mess have, were kind of thinking they were going to try to stick it out to some benchmark in the sand, like the full retirement age that Social Security places in you know, as a mark, uh, that's that's Social Security's decision as to when they think you should retire. That's not always the best decision for you, though, especially for those in healthcare and and who are working in the school systems. 
And so we found a lot of people when we were sitting down during the COVID timeframe, especially 2020, 2021, not that we're out of the woods with any of this stuff yet, but they were saying, listen, you know, we're pretty much done with this and we, we need to get on the other side of this retirement idea. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that we want in retirement is we want to just keep our lifestyle. We want to be able to, you know, be the same as when we were working, except we want to have the benefit of being retired and, and, and do all the fun stuff. <laughs> exactly. Or we want to get a lifestyle, right? Steve? Right. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we work. I, you know, I had somebody in the office just last week. Um, and, and this particular gentleman been working since he was 15 years old and he's tired and he's, you know, he's just saying, you know, it's, it's time for me to start thinking about doing some of those fun things that I've been kind of neglecting all these years and, and waiting for, whatever, you know, um, and that time is now for him. Sure. And, you know, it, it comes down to math. And, and we often have this conversation, Lance, when, when you talk about math, I mean, the math doesn't lie. It, you basically take what you've saved, how you've done it, and then you look at it and say, all right, this is how we can make this last for a lifetime. Yeah, well, it's true. We, we start typically, one of the first questions beyond when you would like to retire is what does your budget look like? What are your income flows that we're projecting in retirement, which may include a pension, which may include social security, may include what they saved or all the above. And what does the outflow look like? And a lot of times, honestly, people have not ever budgeted ever. And they've had good money in their careers or they both may have had good careers. And so they've had decent amount of income flow. And so they really haven't had to think about budgeting. So they don't know. And so that's one of the first assignments they're going to get from us is, well, <laughs> okay. we need to figure this out. This is an important, math is important. I mean, as boring as it is, it's important. But I and think so too we start to kind of, you know, sharpen the pencil and, and get some homework done and figure out what does the mortgage look like? Does, can we afford the current house we're in? A lot sure. of times people have, you know, if they've had kids, they've got two or three, four bedrooms in their homes, three baths, big yard. Do you really want to be dealing with this in your retirement? Um, and that's a, a legitimate question. And if if we looked at something that's maybe on one story, a little less yard, you know, something that you can maintain and take care of, even as you get older, the costs, of course, are going to go down. So the, the math typically is more favorable if we do something like that. But those are the questions we're going to ask. And, you know, it does require a little bit of homework, a little bit of give and take to figure these answers out, but it's very important for us to get to the other side of that, to know what does that budget look like, the ins and the outs, to make sure that you're not gonna outlive your money, which is the greatest fear of retirees. And the number one fear of retirees is, is not death, surprisingly, it's running out of money. People would rather die, Steve, than run out of money. I, 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 I can get behind <laughs> that. I understand that that rationale. That makes sense. There you go. The, there you you go. know, you're talking about a budget, and I know it's a bad word to a lot of people, but at the same mm -hmm. time, it's, it's a remarkable experience, at least for my wife and I, when we did this some time ago, where you sit down and you go, okay, look, we got to look at all this stuff. And you start to go through, you know, a month and then another month and you start to evaluate. It's like, holy cow, we're wasting a lot of money here. We don't need to spend this. We don't need to do that. And, and suddenly you, you find yourself, oh, okay, we're in better shape than we thought. Yeah, at least, at least that was our case. But Well, uh, and or like you say, it really kind of zeroes in and hones in on those things that you're saying, boy, you know, we're spending an awful lot of money on this Starbucks. 
And I mean, it's hitting the radar screen, you know, two or three times a week and or more, you know, every day uh, on Dunkin' Donuts or whatever it is. You know, you when you start to track that stuff, it kind of makes you realize it's like, wow, we're spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on stuff that is really could be easily cut out of a budget. And when you start to hone that down and say, well, okay, do we need more income in retirement? And if so, if we just shave a little bit usually off of the expenditures, then we can get within the balancing act and say, okay, you know, yeah, maybe we can't go to Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts every single day or two times a day, but maybe we can go twice a week, sure, you know, or something like that. And you figure it out. But a lot of those ancillary stuff, you know, those things, you know, stopping at the the candy machine or picking up this and that, you don't really think about it. It's like, how much money am I actually spending on that stuff? Right. And when you start tracking it, it can be very surprising for sure. Well, yeah, absolutely. When you talk about the candy and the machines, I mean, virtually every machine out there today takes a debit card. And, I know. And so it's like, <laughs> it's boom, like boom, two boom. bucks. Yep, there you go. And uh, so, I mean, yeah, it's easy enough to fall into that trap. Um, but so... I know that sometimes you have a conversation with people and they will say, and they want to retire now. And the reality is they maybe need to work a little bit longer, but you are, you tell us that you, you tell them that if that's what, if that's what the story tells. Yeah. I mean, we're going to be able to figure out once we sit down and do the budget, we're going to be able to figure out pretty good certainty what it looks like. And if they need more income, then that is an option. I mean, we do have people that choose to work in retirement. That's a different story, Steve. I mean, if you're choosing to work, then that's not a bad thing. And we actually encourage people to continue to engage, do something, because that's the other real downside of retirement. People come in and they'll say, yeah, when do you want to retire? Yesterday. Okay. What are you planning to do? Right. If we work the numbers all out and and we make this all work, what are you, how are you going to keep yourself engaged? Now, for a lot of people, that's not a problem. I mean, they can keep themselves engaged. There's stuff to do around the house and, you know, they're going to do some volunteer work and things like that. But if, if your plan is to just sit around and not do anything, that's not a healthy prospect either. Right. And, you know, you've got to, as again, we, we talk about perhaps other work possibilities, like you just said, and then we can streamline the process. In other words, um, you know, we know that these things, these expenses are going to come up this often or this many times a year, you know, whether it's insurance or property taxes, whatever it would be. That's a great thing. That's a really great point, too. And a lot of people don't think that way because many times you have expenses that aren't really operational budgeting items. Like, you you know, you're, you're going to the grocery store and you're buying X, you know, numbers of bags of groceries. And that's pretty consistent. You know, of course the price of groceries more these days. (laughs) (laughs) Inflation. That's a whole other can of worms, but, but those are the things that are kind of operational. The things that are off operational are things that you're not paying on a regular basis, but you still have to pay. Like, for instance, your real estate tax. And a lot of times your real estate tax, at least in Maine, they're going to hit you every six months for your real estate tax. So all of a sudden you get this big bill and it's whatever, a couple thousand, you know, whatever it is, $4,000. All of a sudden you got to come up with $4,000 as part of your operational budget. 
So the way to get around that, and same thing with like oil purchases, things like that are kind of one-offs, is you can either tuck money away in an account just for that purpose on a monthly basis. So when those expenses come around, you're going to have a way to pay for them, or you can coordinate directly with the vendor and say, hey, listen, whether that's your municipality or whether that's the oil company and just say, I, I really don't want to get hit with this $1,200 bill right in dead smack in the middle of December when I'm trying to plan for Christmas. Right. Thanks anyway. Yeah. Why don't I just pay you, you know, $100, $150, $200 a month? And that way, you know, I'm building up a credit in, for instance, the summer years, and then you can draw off that. And you know, that's the way we recommend a lot of people do it because guess what? Then those one-off expenditures become part of that operational budget that you can count on. Right. And, and again, those are the kinds of things that, that you do day in, day out with folks. And, and that's kind of the, the beauty of what it is that you do. Um, boy, on that, on that note, we got to take a quick break here. Let's throw things over to Kevin and uh, invite folks to call. That sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, here it is. This is a great opportunity for you to come on in, sit down, get that financial roadmap put together. It's a great way for you to be able to take a lot of complex financial things and turn it into something that really makes sense. It's your chance to get a true practical financial review. It is a phone call away, 800 998 5649. 10 callers right now will get that comprehensive financial review and you will see where you are today. But more importantly, you will find that you have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. Are you and your spouse on the same page when it comes to retirement? Maybe you've never had that conversation. When we come back, some retirement planning tips for couples. In retirement, some people like to take it easy. Uh, let's see, to nap or not to nap. And some people like to go, go, go. And then we went to St. Thomas, then New Orleans, then our grandson's soccer game, then for the theater in New York to Bora Bora. You know what the beauty of it is? It's your choice. Ah, live it like you want. If you have the right plan, enter Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. We are back on Financial Safari with Lance Gilman. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Uh Lance, of course, is uh, you've been with uh, with the Frisbee and Associates a good long while. Uh, you are a fiduciary. You're independent, just like the rest of the uh, Frisbee uh, benefits people. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, that that really is a is a big deal. The fact that you're all independent and fiduciary, and you you're just looking out for us. 
Yeah, exactly. That's the whole idea. When you're when you're out there shopping for a financial advisor, that's one of the first questions that you need to ask is, are you a fiduciary license? Which means that that particular advisor has to do what's in the best interest of the client, where the brokerage side does not. So number one question is, are you a fiduciary? And I actually had a, when we were doing a, a seminar actually up in, we were in Dover Foxcroft, Maine, which is pretty far north, Steve. And um, we had a seminar up there, it was in the evening. And one of the first questions, somebody came up to me after the seminar, really liked the seminar. The first question she said was, guess what? Are you a fiduciary? Are you a fiduciary? <laughs> wow. And yeah, so she, I mean, and I said, yes, we all are fiduciaries in the firm, but that's a big, big deal. And people are becoming more and more educated about that. And that's very important. Well, that, that's thanks to shows like this and people like you who, you know, drive the point home because just how important it is. You know, I mean, I, I do a segment that's used on another show called uh, Brokers Behaving Badly. And there are still some people <laughs> who are who are fiduciaries, but they still don't do it right. But but again, that's but again, that's everywhere, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But um, so let's talk about this couples getting into retirement. And, uh, you know, the <laughs> what well, it comes to mind is that how often when a couple is sitting across from you for the first time and you say, all right, so what do you want to do in retirement? And they look at each other with shock and disbelief. It, it's actually more common than you think, Steve. <laughs> You know, and, and it's not anybody's fault. It's just the reality of what we're dealing in today's world. Most most couples used to be one uh, one person in the couple would go off to work and then the other one would kind of take care of the, the kids and the homestead and stuff like that. And, and then that was the way it was. But now you got both people working full time, both professionals. And by, by the time they start to actually start talking about retirement, sometimes, believe it or not, that particular moment when they've come into the office for the first time is actually the first time that they've actually sat down and thought about some of this stuff or had a, had a minute to think about, sure. okay, when do we want to retire? I mean, we've never, we've been so busy raising the kids and doing, getting them through school or whatever they've been doing, right? And working and working, and then all of a sudden, boom! Here we are. We're at retirement age, and it's a, it's a reality, and, and it actually happens more than you think. And then that's when you have to put on the marriage counselor hat because you're trained in that too, right? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we have to because you know you could have disparaging opinions. It's like, well, when do you want to retire? Well, some people, of course, are going to say yesterday, and some people are going to say, well, I'd really like to get that extra kicker with Social Security and go until I'm 70. And then you'll kind of see one look at the other. It's like, what are you talking about? 70? <laughs> yeah. Are we even going to be alive? Yeah. Well, again, these are all things that it's it's interesting to have those conversations. Uh, right. I mean, it has to be interesting for you to hear that uh, with a couple. And then as they begin to evolve, even I would guess over the course of a meeting, that you can kind of see how they're coming together. And that becomes, you know, that's a, that's an art in and of itself to help that happen. To help make oh, that for happen. sure. There, there's no question about it. And you can kind of see them piecing it together, you know, as you're looking at comprehensive wealth management planning, which is what we do. We're not just portfolio management 
experts. We, we do, that's a large piece of what we do, managing portfolios tactically as fiduciaries, but we're also looking at budget planning and tax considerations and social security planning and retirement planning, main state retirement planning. That's a whole other piece of the puzzle and further complicates things, but long-term care and risk management, Medicare, and then estate and legal planning, that's all part of what we consider to be a comprehensive retirement plan, which is what we are helping people to kind of put together as they start that journey. And it's not easy. It's not easy at all, but it starts with those first conversations when you're sitting down and you're saying, well, what are your expectations? What are your goals? And they might be differing at that point. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. That's okay. But eventually we're going to get to some solid ground where we can step off from. Well, you know, we talk about Roth conversions all the time or Roth, the Roth IRA just in general is something that we always talk about. And I think what what a couple needs to realize is that you know, if you if you meet the income requirements, uh, you know, you don't max out, you can contribute, if you're over 50, up to $7,000. Now, that's just one half of the couple. If the other person in the couple contributes 7000 that's $14,000 into a Roth IRA that, uh, that is tax-free. Yes, and that is something that we are talking about a lot with couples, not only our current client base, but many of those callers that are listening to the show are calling in if they don't have a Roth, which many of them don't because it wasn't offered initially when they first were coming in and nobody's really talked to them about it since that. Now they're getting ready to retire and they're hearing about this Roth and they don't know what it is. But you're absolutely right. Most people, if they're 50, under 50, they can contribute 6,000 a year. And then there's a another $1,000 per year catch-up provision. So you can put $7,000 per year into a Roth IRA, which once it's in that bucket, it's tax-free even on the gains indefinitely. And only one person has to have earnings in the year in a couple for them to be able to contribute both and max out both. No kidding. Of those 7,000, that's correct. That's Only good, one of them has to be working, and a lot of people don't know that either. Sure, that's great to know. I mean, yeah. you know, again, these are the things, and why it's so important to sit down with an advisor like you guys who are so informed. Um, let's let's touch on Social Security here, because that's a, sure. that is another, if not the biggest, uh, one of the biggest decisions that a couple will make uh, as they talk about retirement. No question about it. And unfortunately, there's not a lot of guidance out there when it comes to Social Security. We actually are back on the docket now. We're giving our seminars. Usually, we're doing about two to four seminars a month at this particular point. We used to do four to eight, so almost double that uh, pre-COVID timeframe. But you know, there's, we're starting to get out there again. And one of the seminars that we do particularly focuses on social security planning. And so we provide complimentary to all of our callers that call into the radio show that are listening to our TV programs or that come to our seminars or are referred by a current client, a social security retirement planning packet that outlines all of a couple's choices with social security and shows them many, at least three different options to take their social security. It shows them what the maximum option would be. It shows them with the option that they they think they would like to retire would be, and it shows them their full retirement age. So there's three options there at a minimum that we can talk about. And then we talk together with the couples and say, what is it you would like to do? 
And then from there we step off and then that which was unknown becomes known as we step off into retirement. And now we know what those social security incomes are going to be. So we start to build that roadmap out for them because we're what again was unknown to us in terms of what the social security income projection was going to be now is known and we can step off knowing that and say okay this is what this amount of social security is going to bring what other sources of income are we bringing to the table what is our budget outlook look like and now we can step off and say we're going to be able to do this without any problem at all i like that uh, you know and again because that social security is such a a big part of most people's uh, retirement and so it's important to maximize that benefit i mean we paid into it all our lives yeah no question and most people don't don't really know the differences and and there are parameters if you take your social security before your full retirement age there are parameters and income limits that you can you you need to be aware of cuz you can get penalized and some other things it's really important not to do that just on your own sure and yeah. so we offer that basically for all our radio callers so if there's any radio caller out there Steve today that is getting ready to take social security and they've been trying to navigate this on their own please don't hesitate give us a call get signed up you'll get a free complimentary social security planning report from us. No cost, no obligation. We will help you to make those choices. 800-998-5649. That's the number that can get you going, folks. And again, to, to maximize that benefit, I mean, the vast majority of people, I just read this statistic, I, I don't know the exact number, but the vast majority, more than half, um, takes social security at 62 just because they can. Right. And the other piece of the the puzzle with that is many people feel like a bird in hands were a two in the bush, right? So I, guess, I don't really but... trust that the, the government's still going to be solvent by the time they get to the point of taking it. So they're like, I might as well get something out of this. And but you can't again, blame but, them, right? You can't blame them. Well, I can't blame them, but I mean, again, as as long as I've been working with with advisors, I've, I've come to the realization that that Probably, at least in my lifetime, you know, I don't know about my kids or grandkids, but in my lifetime, it's going to be fine. Right. And and the projections right now is that they, the, they are going to do what they need to do to continue to have Social Security be solvent for the next 100 plus years. Um, so I don't think that's really going to be a factor in this. And so then if that's true that Social Security is going to remain solid, then the longer that you wait, it does pay in, in terms of delaying to take your benefit. Let's throw things over to Kevin right now and invite folks to call. That sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 
800-998-5649. 10 callers will get the comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today. But more importantly, you walk out the door with that roadmap that we talk about that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. You know you're saving for retirement, but do you really know what's going on behind the scenes with your retirement savings? Are financial termites eating away at your hard-earned savings? When we come back, we'll outline several strategies that will help you stretch your retirement dollars. Remember that feeling on the last day of school just before summer vacation? How about that feeling you get around 4 o'clock Friday afternoons? Now multiply both of those by 100, maybe 1,000, maybe more. And that's the feeling you get just before you retire if you have the right plan. And you don't have to go it alone. You need someone to set you up with a comprehensive plan avoiding risk and pitfalls and securing lifetime income in your retirement. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800 998 During the 1940s, brothers Harry and Joseph Kaufman, who owned a wholesale candy store in Pittsfield, Massachusetts, acquired a wholesale toy company from a candy client who owed them money for outstanding debts. On September 21, 1946, Kaufman Brothers opened a wholesale toy store, marking the company's entry into the wholesale toy industry. In 1948, Kaufman Brothers Incorporated ended its involvement in the candy business to focus entirely on the toy business. In 1973, the company ended its toy wholesaling to become a shopping mall-based toy retailer known as KB Toy and Hobby, with KB named after the initials in Kaufman Brothers. In 1977, the company name changed to KB Toy and Hobby Shops, Incorporated. The company became a direct competitor to Toys R Us in 1994 when it expanded its mall locations and began opening stores known as KB Toy Works. In December 2000, Bain Capital purchased the company for $305 million in partnership with KB Toy's management team. KB Toys suffered tough competition during the 2003 Christmas season. With $300 million in debt, KB Toys filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection in January 2004 and closed more than 600 stores, resulting in layoffs of more than 3,400 of the employees' 13,000 employees. KB Toys exited Chapter 11 bankruptcy in August 2005 with 90% of its ownership under PKBT Holdings, an affiliate of Prentiss Capital Management. The company had 640 stores. Because of poor sales at its mall-based location, as well as competition, the company filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy on December 11, 2008. The chain began going out of business sales that month. KB Toys brand and related intangible assets were sold by StreamBank LLC to Toys R Us on September 4, 2009 for a reported $2.1 million. Strategic Marks LLC, a company that buys and revives defunct brands, registered a trademark for KB Toys in 2016 after Toys R Us allowed the previous registration to Lapse. In March 2018, Strategic Marks founder Elia Kassoff stated that due to Toys R Us going out of business in the United States, Strategic Marks planned to open 1,000 KB Toys pop-up stores across America for Black Friday. In early 2018, Kassoff announced that the relaunch would be delayed until 2019. In March 2019, Kassoff cited a lack of funding as the reason that the pop-up stores did not open as planned. As of August 2020, there has been no news from Strategic Marks about the KB Toys Toys Revival. Did we 
are back on Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joining me today, Lance Gilman. Uh, Lance is a part of uh, Frisbee Benefits. Uh, he is a retired military guy and uh, also a federal employee retirement specialist. That's a unique. Uh, that's a unique handle, Lance. Yeah, well, I mean, because I mean, that's a big that's a big job, and I know that there's a lot yeah. of, especially military retirees in in uh, Maine. Oh yeah, we have actually a, a high per capita service ratio, one of the highest actually in the country, in Maine. And there are a lot of federal workers. I started, we started originally just offering our complimentary consultations to just um, those who have served Department of Defense, um, those who were retiring from the military. But then we said, you know, we're, we're going to open this up to basically all federal. Um, employees. And so who, you know, whether you're retired military or you're in working in on uh, home and security or the postal service, got a lot of postal workers actually retiring um, within the past year. So whatever the case may be, you know, you've got three prongs to your particular retirement. You, you've got your pension, obviously, and some people don't really know what the pension prospects are going to be. We can help them figure that out. You've got your social security. And then how do you work taking that? You have potentially the first supplement if you're, if you're able to retire a little bit earlier, but not yet social security eligible. And then you've got what you saved in your thrift savings plan. So those three prongs are, are pretty solid. And that, that sets the parameters for the different government employees to be able to to navigate and to transition into retirement well. So if, if you're out there and you're a government worker and or, or retired military or transitioning military or working in any capacity in a .gov environment, give us a call. We give complimentary consultations to any of those in the any that working in the government or are actually former military or retiring military. You've got absolutely nothing to lose and someone to help you navigate that transition process. 800-998-5649. That's the number you can call folks. And again, that is something that not a lot of advisory firms, much less the, the guy who does it better than most, uh, is is there for you. I mean, that's a, that's pretty unique to Frisbee Benefits, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And it's something that we feel very uh, good about because we it's a way we can kind of give back and help those who have served and who are serving those who have served. One of the things that uh, we talk about often here is uh, financial literacy and, and what we talked about in the last segment about learning about mm -hmm. Social Security. Well, I mean, right. th that is a big deal in this country today. Would you say that, I mean, financial literacy is, is a concern of yours? Yes, absolutely. And actually, I'm a certified financial educator. And so what that means is my desire and what I've learned is is exactly just that, Steve, is is the financial literacy in this country is, is not as good as it should be. We, do, we don't teach this kind of thing to, for instance, our high school children. And we, we don't teach them skills about the importance of saving and investing and things like that. And they just start work. And, and then once they're working, nobody's even giving them advice or help sure. or very nominal advice in the workplace. And so the, the Certified Financial Educator Program was designed to be able to go into schools, to go into nonprofits, to be able to go into companies and help to educate their employees or their students or their workers to be able to make informed financial decisions. Well, it's it's interesting you say that because we've got a, a clip here from uh, former Senator Heidi Heitkamp. Uh, she is someone who has spent 
her time since serving in public office as teaching financial literacy, and uh, she shares her thoughts. Well, we haven't been financially literate for a lot of years. When I was attorney general, I would just shake my head when I would see the kinds of scams people would fall for. You know, we could educate seniors not to buy into the Nigerian scam, or we could start at the beginning. You know, how do you buy insurance? You know, how do you file your your tax returns without spending $500 to do it? And there really was not an appetite within the education system to actually build out that kind of classwork. And as a result, we continue to fall further behind. Interesting. And again, uh, Heidi Heitkamp, uh, a a regular contributor to CNBC. She was a senator from North Dakota. She served there as attorney general. So she's she's got some uh, pedigree with her. Oh, absolutely. And spot on. I'm not so sure that it wasn't the elements of higher learning didn't really have an appetite for it. It was, it's the expertise. I mean, a lot of people People in higher education, they don't really know. They're clueless you know, what, as well, of course. Well, yeah, I mean, they're they're doing their thing and, and they're teaching history or I, I mean, I've had doctors come in into the office and they're highly educated professionals, but, you know, finance isn't their thing. And they don't, a lot of times they'll come in and tell me that, you know, they've, they've tucked a decent money, a, amount of money away, but it's not their thing, you know? And so there's that piece of it, right? Sure. You really need somebody that, that's got the training and, and the experience and the education to be able to deliver these. And so that's why the Certified Financial Educator Program is pretty unique in itself. Yeah. And um, something that I have as a certification. Well, and again, that's very important, folks. If you want to sit down with Lance, 800-998-5649. Well, you talked about this at the beginning, about financial termites. And, you know, the thing about mm-hmm. termites is you, you never you don't see the damage until it's done. And uh, <laughs> that, point. That's, the, that's the point about fees in retirement. And, and fees yeah. in your retirement accounts, you don't see them. And you can say, well, I'm not getting paid. I'm not getting charged fees in my 401k. Well, yeah, you are. You just don't see. Mm-hmm. But you can help us see them. And, you know, you know, again, there may be alternatives to be be able to lessen those fees. Yeah, it's a good point. One of the things that we typically do when we're having our first discussions with people is we ask them to get copies of their statements so that we can do what we call a portfolio Mm X-ray. And that's very important because it's a deep dive. We use advanced Morningstar software applications that are highly complex and they're very expensive, but they do a deep dive into the portfolio where we're trying to assess a number of things. The first thing we're trying to assess is their current risk and their alloc- how they're allocated for their portfolio. What does their risk look like? A lot of times without much guidance, right? People just were in whatever they were suggested to when they came into the company. Well, that might've been 25 or 30 years ago. Right, exactly. Their risk might've been a lot different then than it is now as they're getting ready to retire, or at least it should be. Yeah. Right? Yes. Uh, so that's number one. The second thing we're going to look at is fees. And a lot of times people have no idea what they're paying what, what their current fee structure is, you know, in, in certain, if, especially if, if their custodian of whoever's managing their employer sponsor plans is on the brokerage side of the house, they don't have to disclose their fees. And a lot of times they're kind of hidden in, 
in the mutual funds and expense ratios. And they could be a, a, a class A mutual fund, a front low mutual fund, or all kinds of different ways that, like you say, these termites can be eating away at their portfolios. Yeah. So we're going to be able to flush that out and say, okay, these are the fees here that you're paying. And a lot of times that's really eye-opening sure. for somebody. Well, and, again, and then we're going to look at performance. You know, and just say, okay, right. how is has this account performed over time? And we, and if it hasn't performed well, and it's been, it's in an aggressive standpoint, that almost tells you for sure that the fee structure has got to be very, very high because it's just taking the. the kind of the gains off the top of the portfolio. Right. And, and you know, we talk about management fees and, you know, you, like we've talked about today that you're a fiduciary, Frisbee mm. and Frisbee Benefits is a fiduciary firm. And that means right. one, not only do you, are you required to look out for us, in other words, act in our best interest, but you are right. so transparent with fees. I mean, it's just, you lay it all out there. You don't let anybody out the door until they know what they're paying. Right, exactly. They have to actually sign right next to, yeah. <laughs> right next to the fee. Yeah, Here's the fee, just initial right by it. So we're all on the same page and it's a flat fee. So there's none of this hidden stuff that you have to have advanced level software. Most people are not going to have thousands of dollars of software program to be able to analyze what they're paying for fees. No, And neither are they going to want to pay thousands of dollars to have to figure it out. No, I want somebody else to figure Same. it out. That's why I have you. <laughs> Good plan, Steve. <laughs> well, I mean, again, it's it, it, these are the kinds of things that that you talk about with people every day, and and making mm. sure that they're they can get to where they need to be, and um, you know, just that that whole planning process. You know, we talk about this. We said this before about you know maybe being intimidated by going to see an advisor, and and I'll tell you what, working with Frisbee and Associates is anything but intimidating. You guys are so nice. Everybody there. I mean, I've had a chance to meet some of the people, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. Jeff, obviously, but also uh, you know, Ashley and Shelly. I mean, these are, they're, they're just good people. Right. Oh, absolutely. And we're, we're very approachable. Um, you can pretty much imagine after, you know, being in the business for this long, we've seen and heard just about everything. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and you should never feel that you, you shouldn't reach out because you have a question, but you don't, sh you're not sure if it's a good question. So we have to get to the answer for that question, whatever that is for you. I don't know what the question is that's in your mind right now, but we are, are non-judgmental at all. Uh, a lot of people say, well, boy, I don't really have that much money. This is a, a wealth management firm. We don't, here's another thing that's really, really important. I want, really want to hammer this home. A lot of times you can't even walk in the door for most financial wealth management firms unless you have hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe $500,000. They're not even going to talk to you. I heard this guy the other day was telling me he had asked for some help from a major firm and they basically said, you don't have enough money. It was the bottom line. And he had a decent amount of money. Steve, we do not turn away anyone. 800-998-5649. In fact, holy cow, we're up against the clock already, Lance. Let's take another <laughs> let's take another break. We'll throw things over to Kevin. All right. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, 
you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. You heard Kevin. 10 callers are going to get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, you walk out the door with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now. 800-998-5649. It's time once again to answer your questions. That and more when we come right back with Financial Safari. He's letting the clock run out on his Social Security to age 70 for maximum benefits. And here comes the Roth conversion. He's locked in for income for life. He's got some outstanding coaching with that annuity plan. He's created his own pension as well. And it looks like he's going to go all the way. Play your best retirement game. Call Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee. 800-998-5649. Funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. This is really smart money, but this guy's laughing all the way to the bank in his early retirement, so let's call it funny money. He worked very hard, though, to retire at the ripe old age of 24. Mike Rosehart is actually three years into his retirement now at the age of 27. He's living a life of leisure in Canada with his 28-year-old wife, Elise, and their two children. Now, how did he do this? Well, first, they lived very lean. He even, and I'm sure politely, asked his wife to lay off the Starbucks. Throughout college, Mike worked full-time and lived the lean life and saved and saved and saved. At 19, he bought a $152,000 cottage with money he'd saved and his student line of credit. He and Elise rented every room and made money off the profit. They both graduated debt-free and with money in the bank. He landed a job at $42,000 a year after college. His wife was earning $26,500 per year. With money saved and living on just one salary and saving more, Mike started purchasing rental properties. He ended up selling his 11 properties and he knew he had hit his fire. Financially independent, retire early number of 25 times his yearly living expenses. He said he knew he needed 485000 to retire and he had an equity in his property just under 760000 To their credit, Mike and Elise are very smart with their money. They even made money on their wedding. They made money on their wedding by finding a venue that didn't charge them as long as they invited enough guests. Well, Mike jokes that with cash gifts, he actually made a profit on his wedding. Even though Mike and his wife started and finished very early, they add new meaning to it's never too late to get started in preparing for your retirement. For Funny Money, I'm Dave Perkins. (laughs) 
We are back on Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Lance Gilman is here today. And uh, Lance, is, uh, we've had a great conversation today, Lance. I loved how the last segment ended. You made some great points there, and I think people need to hear that. And folks, if you missed the last segment, uh, you can go ahead and get the podcast uh, of this show on the website, which is frisbeebenefits.com, F-R-I-S-B-I-E, benefits with an S.com. And you can catch that whole segment, and I would encourage you to do that. In fact, as long as you're out there looking at a podcast, uh, you might as well just subscribe to it. And then, yeah. then then we'll send it to you every week. How's that? That's true. Good point. All right. And again, that podcast available on the website as well as on wherever you get a podcast or wherever you, yeah, wherever you subscribe to them. And mm-hmm. um, let's jump into a couple of questions here. Uh, some interesting sure. stuff. Uh, Albert is in Norway and he's wondering, what does period certain mean on an annuity contract? The complex language of the contract is tough to understand. A look at payout options look like there's a cutoff agent. I don't have a current advisor with the annuity company. Boy, that's kind of typical, isn't it? Where he doesn't have an advisor because they just got, they just sold him some stuff and bailed. <laughs> it happens. I don't a lot. mean to be that harsh, I mean, but that's true. No, I mean it's so true. It's a good question, Albert. Certainly, give us a call. We'll we'll definitely be able to help you take a look at a lot of these. A lot of these contracts are difficult. They come in little portfolios that are anywhere between thirty to sixty pages, and they explain all this stuff as if people are going to actually read those things and and understand them. And so what we would do in a case like that, especially if Albert, you don't have an advice, a lot of, uh, here's the reality of the situation. See, I had a, I had a couple come in just uh, two weeks, a couple weeks ago, and they called to find out about a contract that was sold to them. And the advisor had, had died and nobody oh, contacted man. them. <laughs> I mean, that's very sad. Well, it's very but sad, it but like, I mean, the point is they weren't notified. Well, exactly. I mean, you would think somebody from the company would have been like, you know, hey, this guy's passed away. We're really sorry, but we're going to assign a new advisor. Yeah. To, to, but um, yeah, there, there's all kinds of things with these with these contracts. There's periods certain where you get a certain amount of money guaranteed for that period. There's a life uh, annuity where you can annuitize the contract for the remainder of your life. And there's all kinds of variants, you know, between the two. So Albert, I think the best thing to do is just get on the horn, call the 800 number. Let us take a look at it. See what, see what you have here. And we can actually become your assigned advisor as well. We do that oftentimes too, Steve, whereby with the insurance company, we'll become the assigned advisor. So they would have an advisor assigned to the account right now. There's nobody apparently. Okay. So Albert, just know that that's available as well. Just give us a call. We'll be glad to help you out. 800-998-5649. Albert, that's the number. Well, let's keep rolling on Lance. And uh, we check in with James in Guilford. And he's wondering, uh, he's wanting to locate an investment account. He says that I lost track of many years ago, the firm I invested with sold to other firms and it's a big mess. So how do we find those things? Yeah, it's a good question. I remember being at the state house, the, the state capitol some time ago, and they have these screens, these large screens, TV screens, where they post different 
advertisements for things or announcements or whatever the case may be. And one time that it, it flashed up, you know, like unclaimed property or something. Yeah. And it was something like $457 million or some like ridiculous amount of, of things like this, like Holy James cow, is dealing yeah. with in Guilford, where it was like over $400 million. Mm-hmm. And there are sites you can go to. I think probably the one that most people are going after is the USA.gov forward slash unclaimed dash money site. Uh, You can go there. The the state of Maine has one. Probably all states have one. But basically, you just want to type in unclaimed money or unclaimed property. Well, yeah. And oftentimes with states, especially, it's part of the comptroller's office. Yeah. And you can find it there. And and again, it's it's a it's a process. Now, when it comes to 401ks, I know I've been uh, keeping track of Secure Act 2.0 as it begins to move through Congress. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that uh, that it's going to bring, isn't it? Is, a, is that an organization within the government that will track uh, old retirement accounts? Well, which is good because at least for that piece of it, the retirement account piece will have some element to it, but there's all kinds of other property that's out there on those unclaimed property sites. Oh yeah, sure. You know, there's insurance contracts, there's actually checking accounts and just stuff that's out there that, that never got through probate for whatever reason. And and is not going to somebody's heirs. It's just kind of floating around out there. That's what I would say, James, is you know just do some searching on there, check with the state comptroller, check that site, usa.gov, and then forward slash unclaimed dash money. Check those things out and uh, see if you can track it down from there. Have you worked with someone and, and had them discover a, a, you know, a significant amount of money? Um, not a significant amount of money, but, you know, hundreds, a few hundreds okay. of dollars. Well, that's, I mean, but that's real I, I'm money I'm sure to me. people have done it. You know, yeah, that's real money. Yeah. You know, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. How nice. Lottery. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Found money, as they say. Boom. All right. Uh, again, James, 800-998-5649. Saul is uh, in Lincolnville, and he says, is there a good rule of thumb for how much of my IRA should be invested in safe ad- investments at age 60, or is it just a matter of personal preference? Well, that's a good question, Saul. I think that ultimately it does come down to your risk tolerance, and there are many factors that go into determining that risk tolerance. Much of it, as we were talking earlier in the show, has to do with what does your your income flow look like? If you have a pension, if you've got a decent amount of savings, if you've got social security projections, and you've paid down your debts, well, you're looking pretty good. So maybe your risk tolerance could be a little higher than others. But if we need to utilize some of that income for retirement prospects so that we need that money to produce income for you, then our risk tolerance is going to be a little slightly less aggressive. There is a rule out there called the rule of 100 where people actually take somebody's age and they subtract it from 100 to get some value. And so in your case, you're around 60. So you, you take 60, you subtract that from 100, you get 40. And what does that mean? Well, it means that's the risk factor. So when, when you do a, an allocation for a portfolio, you always quote the risk factor first, and then you quote the safe factor second. So if, if the result is 40, we take 60 minus 100, we get 40, then that means 40% of our profile should be at risk and the rest should be in some form of a, a safe manner where it's growing competitively, but 
not necessarily with a high level of risk. So that's a general rule of thumb to go by, Saul. But again, that a lot of it is predicated on much of the rest of the situation. All right. Well, <clears throat> I like that. Saul, 800-998-5649. So really, I mean, uh, a short answer from just from my perspective would be it's a little bit of both, right? Mm-hmm. Personal preference and and a rule of thumb. Yeah, the rules of thumb and, and like the like the rule of 100, for instance, is just a guide that yeah. just gives you a general framework. And then from that, you kind of figure out, okay, well, do they are we needing to have this money to produce income? Or, are, or is our income pretty well covered? Is our debt paid down? All that stuff. So the rules, you know, that are out there just give us a guide and then we can kind of move off the rule up or down based on the situation. 800-998-5649. Saul, let's see. we got time for another one. Let's go to Lucille okay, sure. in Waterville. Uh, Lucille okay. says, uh, I've heard you talk about having an emergency fund, but I'm not sure how to determine how much should be in it. Is there an easy formula to use? And should I have more or less in this fund after retirement? Okay. Waterville, huh? Well, that's where I was born, Lucille. Oh, so wow. I'm going nice. to put a little extra effort in this question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't realize you were a main guy through and through. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. So the emergency fund is something that we do. It's one of the questions we're going to ask about when we sit down and have that first meeting. When we talk about what's your goals and what are the things that concern you and all that kind of stuff. One of, and what does your budget look like? And then subsequently, we're going to ask you what you have for emergency reserves. And... A lot of people, believe it or not, have decent amounts of reserves. So it, it's not something where it's like people have nothing. It, it's not the case. Most people do have some reserve. But Lucille is asking for a particular benchmark. So usually what we do is once we get down to your operational budget, and let's say you've paid off all your debts and your operational budget when you've paid everything off, you, I mean, you're basically talking about food, keeping the lights on, heat, that kind of stuff, real estate taxes, gasoline. It, it's pretty nominal for most people, um, especially in retirement. They're not traveling typically as much to get to work and whatnot. So it might be, let's say, $3,000 per month, hypothetically. I'm just okay, throwing that sure. out there. So the typical rule of thumb is we want to have about six months of that operational need in a highly liquid emergency fund, Lucille. So somewhere around eighteen, twenty thousand dollars is is what we would look for. Now, okay. if you don't have anything or you don't have any margin, you don't have any emergency fund, you just start. You start with something, whatever you can. You start try to get to that first thousand dollars. You have a little bit of margin. And then gradually get to one month of operational need. And then keep adding to that until you until you hit that six, three to six month benchmark. Okay, great. Well, again, and on that note, Lance, once again, we are up against the clock here. Uh, 800-998-5649, <laughs> Lucille, if you'd like to uh, reach out to Lance. In fact, let's uh, throw things back to Kevin one more time and uh, call it a show. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques 
which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now. We'll get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you need to be, and you'll get a roadmap that can help get you to where you want to be. In short, you've got nothing to lose. Call right now. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. Lance, it's always a pleasure to have you here and, and just to talk to, talk about these things. I, uh, I laugh a lot, and I learn a lot. <laughs> Same with me, Steve. It's always a pleasure. All right. We want to thank everybody for listening. We do appreciate it, and we're going to come back next week with new topics and questions and more right here on Financial Safari. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Frisbee and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.